Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. And we're live. This is your host, Julian on Enlighten Me. Hope you guys all had a phenomenal weekend. I know I did out here in uh, Florida enjoying this clear blue water. Before we start, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Enlighten Me, as well as uh, Apple, Google, and Spotify. It'd be greatly appreciated. I also have subscriptions as well. It's about $0.99, cent, $4.99, and $9.99. I got four subscriptions right now. I'm surprised on, hey, thank you, and God bless. That's all I can say. And for the last thing, if you want to be on the podcast, or know somebody wants to be on the podcast, uh, shoot me an email at enlightenmejulian at gmail.com. And today we have a good friend, Sam. Sam, you've been on here before. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, first off, I want to apologize. Uh-oh. Um, I was actually supposed to be on a podcast a few weeks ago, but mm. I've been uh, preoccupied. <laughs> yeah, we, Traveling we did. the world, posting my yesterday. videos. Yeah, we did. Well, uh, you want people to follow you on Instagram, right? What's your Instagram? Try to grow, grow your uh, subscriber count. It's a uh, purple underscore cables. Okay. Okay. And what do you post on there exactly? So I just post um, my travels. I've currently been, well, I've lived in three countries, but I've currently been to 15 countries. Um, and here and there, I, I do post my little uh, tech videos, you know, here and there. Yeah. Um, I had one that got about 64,000 views about the Helium network um, and how it mines and provides free internet. Uh, but for now, I mainly post, you know, my travels, um, and I do post more of my Instagram stories, you know, the small little clubs I go to, where I've been, I answer questions about traveling, tropes, niches, about, um, you know, what I've experienced as a minority traveling around, hmm. um, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. So uh, we'll get to the topic right now. The topic is I want children. So so we talked briefly this morning, and I guess night for you, because um, you're in Thailand, right? Just make sure. Yeah, I'm in Thailand at the okay. moment. Okay. What? How did this come about? How did this come? So about? I was talking to my cousin and a few other people that were. Um, we'll go mainly with my cousin just to stay on, you know, one person. I was saying, like, how I wanted kids, you know, and I don't have any kids at the moment. I'm actually 25, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there, you know, that either don't want kids, they feel like they can't afford kids, or they say, like, you should, they, they tell me or they give me advice, like, you need to wait till you're 40 to have your first child. And I was like, man, that is a big, that's a big disagree, you know, huge disagree for me to wait to have you know my first or to start having children so they were again why why would they want you to have four because they think you'd be established more by then well yeah that, and and that's that's a i i i understand you know i i definitely understand why someone would say wait till you're 40 you'll have all of this luxury stuff but i mean it's to me it's not about you know having all of this luxurious stuff and I just the way I saw it as it's 
my goal is to retire by 30 and to be able to like continue take caring of you know the kids or whoever I have at that time while also working on the philanthropic goals that I have for the world and um I mean it's it's a big goal but to be honest I'm already like 80 90 percent there you know I worked hard at everything on my own I started from zero I wasn't you know that blessed to come from a family of wealth or anything I had to do everything on my own um but with that being said, you know, it's something that I am able to afford and able to bring to the world. And it's just something that I, you know, want to do. Um, and I guess one of the funny things were was, is, and, and my grandpa actually, my grandpa and my mom do agree with me, though. Um, because uh, my grandpa, one thing that he said was, no matter what age you have your child at, you're still going to have to deal with a crying newborn baby, which is extremely true. And I would rather deal with the crying newborn baby, you know, at 26 or 27 or even 28, rather than deal with them, you know, in my 40s or in my mid to late 30s. And I'm already starting to see now days, like, I don't have that patience that I had with people that I did, you know, back when I was like 18 or 20. Hell, like, I got out of the military because I was just lacking patience, you know, with people and seeing how waiting periods can happen. So you said that one of the things that are holding back, I guess, our millennials or the time period actually having birth is uh, finances. And it's, it's said that women are even, or most men, actually, every society itself, they're holding back because they want to actually further their careers and things of that nature. And child support has gone up. Um and that's one deterrent for men who are seeking to have children. They've been looking into like, if I, if it doesn't work, it won't benefit me to actually be in a relationship or start a child because marriages aren't lasting that long, of course, or things like that nature. But I know that, um, I guess was the child care has gone up tremendously. I think it's gone up from like 73% to 85% within the last year since COVID. But so I know you're pretty financially stable based upon, our previous conversations over the last what eight months or so so i know that wouldn't be a worry for you yeah um yeah exactly now there are there's there's a few things that i wanted you know to so i understand what people when people say like they want to be more financially secure but actually um my neighbor before i sold my house and everything my best friend's friend who came over at the time actually explained why she regretted having a kid at 37 instead of 27. So she told me was like, she had, she, when she um, had to decide whether, cause I, I believe um, medical professionals said like, it's one of those now or nevers because she's 35 and because of certain things that she had going on with her, yes. that it was best for her to have for her to have a kid that year. But unfortunately, she also had to deal with a promotion of making like around $180,000 to $200,000 a year. So she either had to choose that big promotion or having to take care of a newborn, you know, child in that same year. And she was like, man, if I had my newborn, you know, years before, then I would not have had to deal with having to choose, you know, this big salary or having to deal with a newborn baby at this time. 
which is unfortunate. But you know, of, of course, well, was she her... was she married? Was she married? Was she had No, she wasn't married. Okay. Do you want to be married when you have a child? That's the question I need to ask. Actually, is marriage <sighs> is marriage on the? Uh oh, here we go. Um, don't get me wrong, marriage is meant and is a beautiful thing. Um, but, uh, considering how my previous marriage, like how badly that went through, it's not the marriage that I have an issue with is me dealing with the big breakup that I had in a very unfortunate emotional, you know, issue with. And I was like, man, I don't think I can really put myself through, you know, getting divorced again. Marriage was okay. It was awesome. But going through the divorce, having the mental, you know, aptitude to be able to just sign those papers away and everything really put like a mental strain yeah. on me, you know. Yeah, yeah, they say so, divorce is like uh, similar to uh, losing somebody. Right. Yeah. And so, shoot, honestly, I know this sounds bad, but I was actually way more emotional in the divorce than I ever had with even a close one, like dying. Yeah. Um but but yeah like it that that was really tough like i would say i'm more likely to have a child than to get married and um i know this sounds wrong you know for women and you know i don't i'm not going to well i don't want to throw any heat to you know other you know podcasters that are out there that are fresh and fit but <laughs> um <laughs> I, I have a lot more to lose if I were to get married. Like, excuse well, my French friend. If I, huh? What about prenups? That's the next podcast coming up. Uh, prenups. So, I, I'm actually not, I believe if you really truly love someone, you know, then a prenup shouldn't even be questioned. That's actually why I didn't get a prenup last time. It. Yeah. I feel, it, it, this is just me. I feel very odd getting a prenup and I like that's like where the whole trust thing and whatnot comes from. But like, no, I do understand like prenups are supposed to be like, you know, an assurance, but it just feels like, and to me, it just feels like there's no trust within the marriage. Like it's just kind of, you know, bound to fail a little bit, Mm -hmm. but like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, if I were to get a prenup, then I know it sounds very like extremist, but if I'm getting a prenup, then why the hell am I getting married? Because it sounds like I don't really trust this person. So, see, like that, I've been looking for somebody that's against prenups, and there it is. And I, <laughs> and this is I, I'm not opposed to this. I completely understand where you're coming from, and that's that's the gray area that uh, we're trying to understand a little better. Right, right. Like again, I do understand that there are some very nice, fresh, and fit people out there that you know say they tell you know all of these males you need to get a prenup you need to get this you need to get that and i'm just like assets yeah uh, no for for your position i'm not gonna put out your business and stuff like that the way you're you're uh (laughs) the way how much money you make i'm actually shocked that you weren't gonna get one so i would say your network. Um, between January and April, I've made seventy grand. Okay. Um, I made about seventy grand between January and April. Yeah. What about last year? 
Last year, I made out of all of last year, I made a hundred and sixty-ish, somewhere around there. And that's not working nine to five, right? Working nine to five, investing here and there, buying a house. You know how you know. Um, sometimes it's not about you know what you make in cash. It's also what you make you know on the equities of the property and stocks and all yeah. that other stuff. That's a, yeah, investing. That's, yeah, I mean, okay. at most, I I only counted you know what I took out, but you know without taking out, I at most made like a hundred and. 80-ish. Okay, okay. All right, and do you feel like having a kid, what is there, is there certain nationality or ethnicity you're leaning towards? So I consider myself Black American, but I do have a uh, Ethiopian, Sudanese, and Dominican descent. Okay. What's, you know, what's your preference on women? I just call myself Black American. It's too much to, you no, know, on women that you would like to have a child with. Oh, it's your preference. Um, I don't really have a preference to be honest. I just like them to be nice, you know. <laughs> I like them to be nice. That's all. Now, um, now you huh? said you wouldn't really get married, but you would have a child with this uh, person. What if they want to get married to have it before they have a child? Um. If they want to get married, I will, you know, counter them with saying, like, if you want to get married, then you got the wrong motherfucker. Like, oh. They have to understand that, you know, where I've been. You know, I've I've talked with, you know, a few full Thai women here, or even some people, and they try to say, like, or even like some American women here and there, they say, um, like, hey, not everyone's the same. Um, and you, you know, what I would say is the ones that were the most understood women were the Saudi women that I've been with, like, because like, I, I hate to say it, but a lot of like Saudis, Saudi women aren't really treated that well. They're treated like shit by a lot of Saudi men. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, I wouldn't say a lot of them, but uh, quite a bit of the Saudi men are pretty toxic, but, um, when it comes to, like, I just counter, like, say, like, this is what I've, this is what I went through, right? And it's the whole, us possibly breaking up or me not ever really knowing you as a person. Like, you might have, like, some hidden, you know, agenda for all I know. Like, I'm not saying that I don't trust you or, like, you would have that, but just understand the same stuff that you're saying to me now was kind of told to me, you know, when I first got married and it's one of those fool me once, fool me twice situations. Just know if you do want marriage out of me, it's something if I were to consider getting remarried, it's, it would be a, a long time. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to be married, but well, this, this is trending. I've met a, uh, some women I used to, work with they they didn't want to get married so they're like why do i need to be bound by a piece of paper why can't we live our lives the way we want to live our lives yeah. and not have the government interfere and, and i said oh and when you really think about it like the only is the incentive and then this is like another question maybe for another podcast but is there 
I mean, besides that little tax-free, and I guess when you really do the numbers, is there really an incentive on getting married? Like, you have all of these, you know, news articles and all these posts and whatnot that say all of these people are not getting married. All these millennials, Gen Z, they're not considering getting married or anything. And they structure it as a bad thing but is it really a bad thing when we've grown up you know in these broken households or where you know their grandparents have been cheating you know on their spouses and whatnot and you can say oh that's not me all day but you never know until you're really put into those situations now i don't want anyone coming back to this you know video when we're all rich and famous saying oh Sammy cheated or Samuel was cheating. No, I I never cheated on anyone. I've never done any of that. Um, I'm just playing the whole neutral devil's advocate that people make mistakes and things happen. Like, I mean, I've been cheated on, you know, and of course, you know, I'm not going to say who. It's no one's business, but you know, I've been cheated on and a lot of things have happened and I'm willing to say like, Hey, forgiveness is a thing and whatnot, but I'm not, you know, willing to play that fool me once, fool me twice game anymore, you know? So if you, if you look at the totality of marriage and things in that nature, it's, it's a, it's more, of course, it's Christianity and, and that, and of course it's other realms and different uh, religions and things of that nature. So, I mean, if you have morals compass, you have a moral compass to embody what you are practicing. Uh, and a lot of people don't like the word religion, which is, is fine, whatever. Um, you can grow through that. I, I think that's, that's, that's the seed and the foundation that you need. And then the pillars of trust, you know, uh, compromising loyalty and things and that, that, and that's how you build your house. And I think a lot of people go into marriage without a, without a plan, you know, you just go, Oh, I've seen in the movies, this is what I was supposed to do. This is what my parents did. But are you really, you know, are you really making a plan with that person? Do you have set goals, aspirations? And things That's of very that, true. Of that and um, it's funny you say that because, you know, I mean, granted, I'm 25 and my divorce was like almost two years ago. I was young. I will say that. But I will also say, like, it's not like, you know, someone told me back then, like, why did you get married, you know, um, like, you didn't take your time, clearly, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, motherfucker, I was with this person for, like, three and a half years before we got, or three years before we got married. and But we've been together for, like, four, you know. And, and not just that, but, like, there was also the whole um, trope that, hey, maybe you didn't build a foundation. It's like, well, like, I wanted to go to, you know, an actual uh, relationship therapist just to make sure it would work. She didn't want that. Um, we did go to, like, a little Christian counseling and whatnot. But, like, I already, like, I already stated, like, what I wanted, you know, like, having properties, building properties, having you know a and decent did, job and, all and did she stuff. did she did she want um 
Does she understand that? Does she support that? Does she encourage you? She so she did support that. Um to an extent. She didn't understand it. Um most people but but I understand that people understand because when you're moving away from a nine to five, most people genuinely don't understand. You know, they 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 typically there's so many people even now, you know, I I make more money than most I will say. Um, I mean, but I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I make all the money, (laughs) but I will say that like, you can tell them what you do and they will still in the back of their mind, think that you're a drug dealer, no matter how much you say I'm an investor, I buy properties, I do this. And they're like, well, how did you get your start? Like they, a lot of people for some reason think that, you know, we're blessed or we're lucky to this. And honestly, some of this all started from working a nine to five and reading. Yeah. Work. You um, work the nine to five, you save, then you invest and you invest in the assets and assets create income. I mean, I don't and know. you know, I hate to put this on your podcast, but oh, prayer comes with this too. <laughs> oh, prayer okay, comes with this. Oh uh, yeah. We can, we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, because you can work. I mean, we've seen how the real world works prayer um it's or not just prayer but it's not just about working hard you know praying and like there's a luck aspect that's part of this too so now that you're talking about prayer and things of that nature having a child out of wedlock how do you feel about that then um I would say I would say that I see it as a necessary evil mm. um only because I see it as I'm more likely to have a child um than to get married but I'm not saying that I'm willing to throw out that I will never get married. I admit I did used to think that after my divorce. I was like, I am never getting married, you know. I'm never going through that again. No one will ever, but you know, sometimes you gotta open it, and you can't let your past, you know, haunt you from moving on, because then you're giving that person, you know, all the power. Like, getting all this power from you and whatnot. Are you willing to let them take more out of you? It's kind of like seeing them as your god. Because now it's like, in a sense, you're fearing them. Hmm. So, my next question is, you're so you wouldn't get married, possibly. We'll say you wouldn't get married. But you would sign the... What is it? Damn, I can't even think of it right now. So, the child's the birth certificate. You would sign the birth certificate. Oh, Hundred percent. Okay, fair enough then. So, do you feel like you're going to be able to find a woman in that nature that you're seeking, like a good, genuine woman? Because it seems almost want a woman. You don't. You you don't prefer to get married, but you want a woman with morals, values, and you know treats you well and things of that nature. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's possible. But the possibility is, you know, some suddenly to none in that nature. Um. I'll say this. If they truly want marriage, um, I'm probably, like, so there's a lot of tropes that, like, and this is why I would say I won't get married. If if 
If she truly wants marriage, I don't want a wedding. I would love a long honeymoon with just us two, but yeah, I don't really want you know a wedding. And go to the courthouse. Yeah, well, yeah, go to the courthouse. Buy some public and flowers. And then we're going to the Maldives. You know that that's it. Mm. I don't really want to spend too much on a ring because I'd rather put that money to the Maldives while traveling around the world. Yeah, Walmart. Um, or having a child. Hey, Sam, you there? Sam, you there? You good? I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm okay, here. okay. So you're saying that. I think we lost you for a second. So Maldives, you want to start, we start back from Maldives. Yeah, there's no way in fuck that I would pay, you know, five, 10 grand, 10, 10, 20 grand for a ring. And there's no way, like, you know, the, the last wedding, it's not traditional, but I actually paid for the wedding and I paid for the honeymoon. I paid for all this stuff. And it was like, you know, 10 grand, like it, it was 10, 15, maybe 20 grand. And knowing what I went through and all this other bullshit, I'm not willing to, I would rather put all that money to us, you know, having fun, like 10 grand, especially yeah. with me being in the military. I put four grand on my house and like flip that money, you know, eight times yeah. from four grand. Like I would rather put that to buying more properties or buying all this stuff. Hell, like I'm willing to even go through the extremist route and say, like, why the hell would we birth our child? in america for 20 grand where you can come to thailand get way better care because you know the child uh mortality i think it's called uh i can't remember what's called the child like the the chances of you dying in childbirth in america is extremely high and you're more likely you know to die why not just have the best you know care and come to thailand and we pay two three grand you know for a childbirth and then we go somewhere else you know like so many so many alternatives that are out there like hell i know someone that got knee surgery it's like 50 grand for the surgery in america but you could pay three for the best care in turkey you know it's it's, it's, a, it's a lot of alternatives that are out there yeah because um, i know that is a childbirth is usually about it can be forty three hundred, or it can even start at uh, easily over ten thousand dollars. So yeah, I I know someone um from my work a few years back. They paid like twenty grand for the childbirth, and they were working full time, but the job then, you know, they didn't have benefits, which sucked. But I mean, it, it's unfortunate, but you know, some people think it's worth it to have that you know, birth and everything. Well, and you you said you how old are you twenty five twenty six. 25. 25. So, that you know, the average age is that a, a man usually gets married. This is on future podcasts. I remember weird things is uh, 28. What you said and average then, age is what? The average age a man gets married is uh, 28 now. And yeah. the average age a man has a child is 31. So, I mean, it's like a two to three year split, which is, I think that's pretty cool. You get to spend time with the girl, bend over balconies and things of that nature. And then y'all have a, a baby later on. Yeah, so that and the average age from a woman now is from twenty one to twenty six, but even I know it sounds weird, but yeah, like so. sometimes the way I see it is, if I have my child at thirty five, or let's say thirty, we'll we'll keep it easy numbers. I kind of don't want to be forty five when my kid's fifteen. <laughs> yeah, like, so you want to shoot the club up soon? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not the clubbing type. 
No, I plugged <laughs> in Thailand for nah, it's, uh, two days straight, and it wasn't we'll worth that, it, man. Yeah, we'll let that one go. Um, so you want a child soon? Um, again, like now, I'm willing to say it's something that I prefer, but I'm willing to say like if that person, I'm not, I'm not willing to move, you know, in the next like three, four months. You know, I'm not trying to say like. Hey, as soon as I meet someone, I'm trying to pop a baby in that girl, right. you know? I'm just oh, saying, like... Oh, dang, that sounds wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, I prefer, like, hey, if if I'm with this person for, you know, two years or however long, like, this is... I mean, and again, I'm very upfront with everyone. Like, I tell them, like, I'm willing... I'm not trying to play with your feelings. I mean, I am dating, I do admit, but, like... Mm-hmm. I am like this is what I want for my future, and if it doesn't match, then you know. And so far, you you found that more being out of the country in Saudi Arabia and Thailand, and where's the other place you've been? Uh, I've been to quite a few, even Dubai. <laughs> so like, you 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 found those type of women more intrigued to live to have that lifestyle than American. Um. Yeah, she. I had a. I, from Dubai that was trying to marry me within, you know, a month of knowing her and trying to me shoot a baby on no, her like the end what, of the year. <laughs> well, see, and I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I can't speak upon uh, that culture because I don't, I don't know that culture. So M- she Muslims may- are, Muslims are like Christians, but with extra steps, I would say, you know, cause there's, there's Christians out there that get married within a few months. Um, they, say, they say Christians are the worst ones, but um, they can you know, be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a preacher's kid, and I wasn't the worst one. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I, I I guess the way it's facilitated is that some of the women you are meeting are on par with what your goals and dreams are, and that's good. Um, yeah, yeah I will say like Thai women are more likely to want to get married. Um, and I asked you earlier off when we were on the phone that they just don't want that; they don't want uh, citizenship. No, um, so a lot of Americans believe like everyone wants to come to America. From what I've seen around the world, most places don't give a fuck about America. They want to stay. I mean, maybe less likely in Thailand, like they would rather go to Europe, but they're more likely to want to stay in their countries like the Middle East. Because I mean, Dubai is a shithole, no matter what people think it is. You know, it looks nice yeah. on the outside, but it's shitty on the inside. But okay. there's a lot of places out there that genuinely look nice. And honestly, like, they're extremely rich. Or the people that I've been with, you know, are extremely rich. Or they have these lavish lifestyles. And I've even been with people that were, you know, like, they, they could make ends meet and do all this other stuff. But they're not as, you know, living lavishly. But I will say, like, yeah, they, they the look bar. at America and, like, they're like, how the fuck do you kill minorities? Or how the fuck... Is there so much crime happening in all these areas? Oh yeah. yeah um, America, America's a we we do things a little differently. Yeah. Um, now you met my friend out in Dubai. Was she in the? Was she in the rich area? No, she wasn't. Uh, most people really aren't in like those rich areas, honestly. Du- Dubai is actually has more poor people. Du- so, the the people that are the richest in Dubai are the ones that you know established Dubai when it was in its 
you know, infancy state, infancy state, ah, infancy, infancy state. state. And so, state. um, with with that being said, I will say like the the people that don't have those lavish lifestyles or the ones that aren't really from Dubai are the ones that are holding the country together. Like those are, I hate to say it, but those are like the ones that, you know, barely make ends meet. Those are the ones that are really running the country and they don't understand, like if they were to fight, you know, for what they have and whatnot, then if, if they pulled, you know, a whole American thing, then they could screw up Dubai and they could actually get more than what they, you know, wanted. It's just they believe since it's better than their country, then it's, you know, better than something. Hmm. So what when is when is the goal? When is what, what age would you like to start uh I guess working on this? Not shooting the club up, but working on having a baby. Um but at what age would you like to meet somebody? I think that really depends on the person. Honestly, like I think it really does depend on the person. Like Well, what do you want? Huh? What do you what do you want? Well, I would want to start a family around maybe like 26 or 27. So I was going to say I thought you going to say December. Um <laughs> December, oh, Christmas. That is it's... where my birthday is around oh, Christmas. Hey, be careful. Um, you don't want no unexpected gifts. But hell no. But so within what two years? Two years, right? Yeah. Now we'll say like the reason why I said depends on the person is because you know one person you might fall in love with a lot faster than you might fall in love with another. Oh yeah, there's no. I don't. You just, I don't. You never. I don't think there's a time frame on love. Yeah. Yeah. You never know, man. Like. You might, and accidents do happen. Like, you never know. Like, and and I don't really believe in accidents when it comes to, like, people getting pregnant. Like, if something happens, I don't just get surprised and put on the uh, fedora and leave the house. It's just like, all right, what do I need to do? Because, I mean, I think people who are born are meant to be born. Like, no matter how they put it out there. Like, they, I mean, they could have, they could be born through something as well, the significant as is giving... people are having sex with people they wouldn't marry or they don't see themselves with or they that's true but know, hey you know? those people those people that are born now could be the ones that are giving um like that could be a life lesson for another oh yeah person. everything happens for a reason but i mean that could be a life lesson like... for another person to not do this or oh, not definitely. do that you know definitely because definitely. I've, I've seen some stories i've heard some stories you know, but so two years from now, that's when you'd like to. How many kids would you like? Um, seven, four. You said four, seven or four. I don't know. Twins. Um, originally, so twins run in my family. So um, yeah, there's a chance that I would probably have two kids. But every now and then, I'm like, hmm. Have little Goku's running around. For for those who don't know, I have like crazy curly hair. And so um friend over here calls me Gohan because my hair looks like a Dragon Ball Z character. Didn't even know him. Seen one picture of him in the chat. I was like, <laughs> that man's Gohan. Those are drill starting days though. Those are drill starting days. But okay, so you so we'll say two, two or three. 
Oh, you you walking around in Thailand? No, no, I'm not walking around. Um, I have an Airbnb, and someone's wanting to clean my place. <laughs> oh, put them on the podcast, yeah. I don't know if she can. No, nah, no, nah, don't put her on the podcast. She she probably don't speak English. She might yeah. curse me out without me knowing. I was okay, gonna so... tell her something in Thai, but like she's a. I didn't want to bother her, you know. I know a little Thai just to get around. Okay, okay. That's what's up, man. It, it seems nice over there. I know I got, um, I think my friend Shayla, my battle buddy Shayla, she hit me up talking about she's in Thailand for another two years. So she was telling me to come out that way. Oh, that's tight. It's weird. I got friends all over the world and people I don't even know. So Oh, that's good. I ain't trying to stay in no daggone Airbnb. Hopefully they let me stay in the crib. Well, shoot. Squad. I would have been like, hey, Shayla, you want me to, can I rent out a room? You know what? I'm gonna hit her up for you, because the girl in Dubai. I was surprised I made that connect and that y'all met. Yeah, she she was really nice. We weren't really able to meet because unfortunately, a lot of people in Dubai. So y'all didn't meet meet. Uh, we we didn't meet meet. We just like had a few little conversations here and there, but we still talk on Instagram and everything. Like okay. we still cool. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll hit Shayla up and see what she's doing and stuff like that, and uh, let her know you can rent a room. Go from there. Sick. Okay. Well, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast. You got anything uh, to say to anybody else before we wrap this up? Um, I hope everyone's having a blessed day. Um, if you guys found this podcast interesting, I'll be willing to do more. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna have you on the prenup one, so you can go from there. Sweet, sweet. If you guys have any uh concerns or questions, you know, or questions I should have asked for a part two, everybody that's in my part two, uh, definitely okay. email. Definitely email me at uh, enlightenmejulian at gmail.com and we can go from there. Uh, again, please subscribe. God bless. Thank you for listening. This is us signing out. All right, Sam, you take it easy. All right. Have a blessed day as well. Peace. Take care.